Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Tech Doctor podcast. I am Robert, one of the Tech Doctors, and Allison Mervis is out there somewhere in the ether along with me. How are you doing this evening, Allison? I am doing great, and in two and a half weeks from now, I will be Allison Malloy, so stay tuned, folks. We are going to stay tuned, and we're going to adjust. We're going to get used to that new name. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Well, congratulations to you all. Thank you. We also have along with us the famous Australian, might as well be a tech doctor, David Woodbridge. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me back again. Well, you're welcome. It's good to have you here. Last time when we were podcasting together, we talked about how we were all going to get some new and exciting Apple devices, or at least get ready to learn about some new and exciting ones. And that has all come to pass now that the fall is beyond us here in the U.S. and the spring for you, I guess, David, in Australia. We're going to talk about what it's been like this fall. It's been quite a fall with with Apple. And I don't know, why don't we just go ahead and start with the iPhone 11 and 11 Pros. What are you guys thinking about the the new iPhones at this point? Well, I've got the Pro Max, and I love it. I had absolutely no problems with my 10s Max. I almost didn't upgrade because I had absolutely no problems with my 10s Max. It was a great phone. But I love the speed. I love um, the extra cameras on the Pro Max, especially for things like Ira. And I love the battery life. I mean, I could forget to charge my phone at night and still go into work the next day and have plenty of, of battery to get me through, you know, a good bit of my day. Now, granted, I have charged every 50 feet at home and at work, but <laughs> I, it, it's great just to, just to not have to worry about, oh no, you know, I would, in the morning, I would be down to probably, if I'd forgotten to charge the phone, because I used a lot, I'd be down to about 20%, but to know that I still have about, you know, half my battery left at least, and I use the heck out of it. I just, I'm so, so glad I got the Pro Max. Yeah, I know. You, you're, you're someone who really uses your phone for just about everything. Everything, yep. Mm. So you would be a good person to test that battery, and that Pro Max has, sounds like a great battery. Wonderful, yeah. Tell us a little more about the cameras and, and Ira while you're on that subject. Do you also have the Ira glasses? I do, and now, as far as I can understand it, they have actually taken advantage in the Ira app of the wide angle lenses enough in the camera that if I was to get like a chest harness, I could get the same field of view that I would get from the glasses. I do want to test that out walking somewhere. I want to get a chest harness and test that out. And if that is the case, I'm probably going to send back my glasses because why have another piece of technology that I don't need to carry around? I know, you know, just doing some stuff last night that I needed to do with scanning credit card with getting some pictures of documents that I needed. There is so much less fiddling around with the camera that I've had to do with this newer phone. Uh-huh. It's just they, they are able to capture a picture pretty effortlessly. Whereas even with my 10 S max, they're like, okay, move the camera an inch to your left mm-hmm. and then move it up. And now they're just like, move it a little further away. Or most of the time they're just like, okay, I got it. And they just take the picture of whatever it is I need, and it it just it makes the whole experience really seamless. So, if you don't need the glasses anymore, potentially this this chest harness you're talking about uh, is is that like it doesn't is that the only really good way to use the wide angle camera with Ira? Yeah, I mean, I have with other phones with my 10s Max, I have had the phone in my hand. And had my dog in the other and actually went through an airport um, just holding my other phone. I had to stop and do a lot of scanning. The chest harness would be helpful because it would stay stationary. Uh-huh. Um, the wide angle lens would, would uh, negate the need to do so much scanning. And is this harness something that, that Ira sells or you just buy they them somewhere? don't, but I believe either AT guys or one of those, one of the, one of our uh, fabulous blindness tech companies. Um, okay. The, the Harbolt company. Um, okay. 
sells huh. sells these. Uh, I don't know. Chest harness sounds a little scary to me, but I guess it, it could it, be. <laughs> I don't think it's actually called that. It's just a it's a it's a phone holder thingy that goes on your chest. I just <laughs> I just figured chest harness sounded a lot more uh, well classy. Or I'm not even going to open that can of worms. <laughs> So, so David, um, any comments uh, from your experience with iPhone 11 camera? Since we're talking about that, look, I the main thing about my iPhone usage is I hardly don't touch the camera at all. So, um, I'm lucky that I've got sighted kids and I've got a sighted wife and so on. So, all my interaction with my iPhone is purely using you know straight apps all the time. So, I hardly ever use the camera for anything. I've given up with Ira this year because I just find I don't use it as much as I need to. I mean, I know they've got that um, promotion on to the 10th of January 2020 that if you're doing online shopping or shopping physically, then you can you know use it for free. Um, I did have a neck harness or sorry, neck lanyard that you hang around your neck with um, my iPhone 10 and iPhone 8. And I like the idea of the chest harness because the thing about the neck lanyard is the camera swings too much when you're walking, whereas mm-hmm. some sort of attachment with like the chest type stuff will hold it steady. And that's the main thing to, to think about. So what I've done this year, I because I, I'm a uh, Apple ambassador for Apple Australia, I asked them for all three iPhones. So I got an iPhone 11, a Pro and a Pro Max. And <clears throat> I went through all the normal stuff that I went through when I test out phones. So I did OCR, I did... Um, GPS, I did camera detection, I did object recognition, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I realized because I've got to try and balance my techie geeky stuff with what my clients can afford. Um, so probably my favorite phone is the iPhone 11 because the IRA system still works with the dual cameras. Um, and that's a little bit more affordable, particularly here in Australia because of our Australian dollar exchange rate. My wife wants an iPhone 11 Pro Um 128 gigabytes now Australian, that's going to be $2,000. So um, that's why we've got to be a bit careful about how much things cost. So Mm -hmm. so my my favorite phone is the iPhone 11. It's a nice size. I'm probably going to trade in my, or my wife's going to trade in in the iPhone 10, and then she'll probably upgrade to the Pro because somebody made the mistake of showing her the pictures that the iPhone Pro does. Yes. And she went, that's it. I've got to get that camera because that's just absolutely beautiful, spectacular Mm. photos. So she's getting that in January, hopefully. I'm quite surprised that my wife hasn't gone down that road. She got my 10S from last year, and she's been happy with that so far. But... Over the holidays, there could be some some uh, some negotiation going on. Who knows if she sees sees some of those? I I don't know how different really uh, the, the 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 photos from the 10s and the 11 are. I know they are they are uh, the 11 is better. The camera is better. I, I think from what I understand is that the the pictures are much richer and um, just it works a, low, a lot better in lower light uh, because yes. AI in the the camera system, uh, it, it'll actually automatically use the appropriate lens to, you know, do photo wide lens or ultra wide lens. So you're always going to get an absolute, you know, perfect picture most mm-hmm. of the time. And uh, you know, my wife's always doing, um, you know, art and craft stuff that she's taking photos of. She's out and about taking pictures of boys in karate doing their cutters and that sort of stuff. So she really does like the fact that she loves a good camera because, I mean, for her, that's her history of her boys growing up, going through school, karate, etc. Sure. Well, you've kind of already said it, Allison, but but it sounds like you are really clearly finding a big difference between the the 10s Max and the 11 Pro Max cameras. Oh, huge difference, yeah. So e- even that's something for people who are, you know, visually impaired to think about is that uh, at least fr- from your experience, and I'm a little bit like David. I don't use a camera all that much, but the but what what I have used it with with uh, character recognition apps, uh, it, it's worked really well. Except for one uh, paper that I had, which had a bunch of photographs on it and some weird fonts, and it didn't do very well with that. But I don't think that was the camera's fault. But it's it sounds like it's really something to consider, and and yet. You also are making a great point, David. the The iPhone 11 is way more affordable than than either of the Pro models. So it's interesting how Apple has kind of set this up like this. Exactly, because it's it's now seen throughout the whole sort of range. I mean, when you think about the 
the Macs, you've got the you know the the MacBook and the MacBook Pro. You've got the 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 the, the iMac, if you want to put it that way, and the the Mac Pro. Um, you've got the Apple AirPods Pro, which we'll get onto a little while because they're my absolutely favourite gadget at the moment, um, and a few other things. But I must agree, Alison, that I, when I did the testing for OCR and scanning, you don't feel like you've got to fiddle so much with the the Pro version to get the focus doing properly and having, particularly with the seeing AI, seeing AI app reading back to you. Um, I found that a lot easier. I mean, it still works okay with the iPhone 11, but I did find that the Pro does a little bit better. But yeah, just the, the price in Australia, it's just like the iPhone 11 will do me. And I, I might even just maybe put off a little bit longer because I've got to buy some other stuff this year or, and or next year. I, I want to buy a drone and a few other things for coding next year, so we'll see what happens. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, it's really hard, I th- would think, hard decision for people to make because it's so interesting to me how the the 11, essentially except for the camera features, is identical to the 11 Pros. Like, it's just interesting to me that they, that they, they made that move. The other thing to think about, too, is that this is the, this is the last time that we'll also have an iPhone with a home button in it. So the, the 8 Plus is basically going to be gone away by the September 2020. Yeah. So the question is, do you, if you're really attached to the home button, <clears throat> do you just bite the bullet and maybe just go for an iPhone 11 and be done with it? Or... Do you buy an iPhone 8 if you really love your home button and thinking that, well, it's going to probably last you a good, you know, four or five years, but, you know, and then also taking into account, you know, how long will the iOS system last until it says, no, we don't no longer support that operating system on the iPhone 8. So I've had a few conversations with people lately about, you know, if I upgrade from my iPhone 6 or 6S or God forbid, I even met somebody the other day that had an iPhone 5S still. Um, you know, do you do you just go to an eight because you love the home button, or do you, do you just think, well, this is the way the whole industry is moving, and just go for an iPhone 11 or above, because you've just got to get used to phones these days not having many buttons on them. I suppose there there are people who may have some sort of dexterity issues where the home button would be a lot easier, but honestly, if you can do flicks and swipes which you pretty much need to be able to do to use the phone anyway, I don't see a, any real reason to stay with a phone with a home button. Nor do I. Mm, exactly, yeah. The, and, then, and then the other thing to remember too, of course, with iOS 13, you can rename, or sorry, rename, what am I saying? You can reset the gestures you use. So if you don't like the home button app switcher, notifications or control set of gestures from the top or the bottom of the phone, you can redo those. So I, I find those gestures a little bit slow because I've got a, a sort of a fairly bulky case on my phone. So I've just renamed them. So for mine, my home button is a two-finger flick to the left. My app switch is a two-finger flick to the right. So, And then I just use my good old-fashioned three-finger flick up and down for notifications and control settings. Oh, yeah. So that works really nicely. Well, thank you for that very nice segue into iOS 13. You act like a podcaster. Um, <laughs> how you like iOS 13? So far, it's been okay. I think recently, whatever 13 point update, we're oh, so there's so many. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, fixed a very annoying bug that I was having in the mail app where I would be going to delete a message and it would make the refresh sound and then put me, take me completely out of focus of my messages and I would have to touch the center of the screen and get back. Right. Um, that seems to be fixed. And that was really the only major bug that was bugging me. Um, but, um, you know, I guess I haven't really thought about how well I do or don't like it because it kind of with the phone I have. So, mm-hmm. But it's it's been, I mean, it's been fine for the things that I want to do. I find that on this um, phone and actually on my work phone, since I upgraded it to iOS 13, I'm finding Braille screen input to be a lot more reliable. And so I am using the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works great. But And David's point's a good one too. They're, they're, one thing to really like about iOS 13 is they added a lot of accessibility features, including the ability okay. to customize gestures and, and, and do set up activities and do lots of things that weren't available before. Yeah, I have a reading no, activity set up mm. so that it, my speech will slow down just a little bit for, um, for long periods of reading in certain apps. Mm-hmm. I do that too. Switch to that Siri voice, slow it down a little, and it's just like, mm-hmm. just like butter. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, look, I mean, like, Mike, the couple of things that stand out for me with iOS 13 in particular is that I love the uh, the swipe keyboard. So when you're typing, you drag your finger around to do the, the words. So I absolutely love that feature. Um, the, the second one, of course, is the, the customizing of your gestures, both on either using gestures or on your on your you know your physical Bluetooth keyboard. That's absolutely brilliant. The other thing that I also like, which was actually broken in an earlier version of 13, was the fact that handwriting, whilst the handwriting bit would work, so you could actually you know print your letters properly, you couldn't activate handwriting mode. So you had to go in and do a custom gesture for your one finger double tap or two finger double tap to activate the, the gesture, but I believe that's all fixed now in 13.2.3, mm. wherever we're up to. But overall, um, I'm really liking iOS 13. The, the final one that I really like, which... I'm pretty sure happened in 13 was the fact that in the bad old days, as of before iOS 13, um, when you played music to a Bluetooth speaker, not headphones, but a speaker, both voiceover and the media went out to the speaker. Whereas now, with such as AirPlay, or the same function as AirPlay, vo- voiceover stays local on your device. I love it. Love it. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it sort of means well, it sort of means when you're having a party or a, you know, a dinner party and you're playing this beautiful music, you don't get next button, previous button, pause, going to everybody right. in the room. They go, that's pretty cool music. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know whether that was true for all of the speakers. Or, uh, I know it's tr- certainly true for the uh, Bose speakers. I've got a, a Bose device called Bose Soundware, and voiceover mm-hmm. doesn't come through it anymore. Um just just the audio that you play through it. And well, there's no way to change that. Like, it, 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 no, it's just the way it works. Well, that's true because I tried to turn – well, I did turn on the uh, – what do they call it? The audio function in the rotor. That's where you can go between external and local audio. Mm-hmm. And it just ignores it. It does, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it shows even if you go look in the audio and settings – in the voiceover settings, it shows that it's set to the Bose soundware, but yeah. uh, but voiceover doesn't come through it. I don't know if that's a feature or a bug. I don't really care. It doesn't really matter that much to me. Um, but it's interesting that the 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 AirPods don't work that way. Voiceover no, does come through the AirPods. Correct. Yes. Indeed. Yeah, but no, it, it, it's a really nice feature. I mean, I've got a a Beats pill. But it's funny, I haven't checked this recently, but a couple of months ago I did try it with my Google Home and Amazon Echo. And the Amazon Echo refused to play as a Bluetooth speaker um, through the media. Hmm. So I got voiceover going out through the speaker, but the uh, the Google Home worked perfectly. So I think you just it's still a little bit hit and miss, I think. Yeah, Bluetooth's always been a little bit, a little bit that way. A lot of people have really said that they're – that. They found iOS 13 to be very buggy, and there have been a whole bunch of releases to fix things. And certainly the mail thing you were talking about, Allison, was was a, a vo- bad voiceover bug. I've been using it ever since I got the new iPhone 11 Pro. I didn't get the Max. I just got the Pro. I haven't found any showstoppers. Like, I mean, it, it um, there have been an occasional focus problem or something, but, but it's it's been pretty good for me honest i think i think they did a pretty good job of getting rid of the major major bugs with voiceover before it was released yeah there was there was that major bug i remember the bug that um if you answered a phone call <laughs> your phone froze yeah oh gosh you can forget <laughs> yeah so that was a huge bug the other thing that's just seems to be broken god forbid help me in 13.2.3 is Remember when uh, back in WWDC they were making a huge thing about, or around that time, they were making a huge thing about the artificial intelligence and also the fact that voiceover could use AI to determine what buttons were on the screen when it couldn't physically, you know, analyze the button structure. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I thought, oh, this is fantastic. I can use my inaccessible Free Machine app now because it actually reads the yes and no buttons properly and a few other things. And I've got a, one of those Ember temperature control modes. I don't know what's happened in 13.2.3, but I can't read those buttons anymore with oh. 13.2.3. So mm. I thought, oh, no, they've taken the, they've even dumbed down the AI a bit. And the other thing that I found really disappointing was um, 
in 13 point, I don't know when it was, one or zero, whatever it was, they had the context menu within the, the rotor. And I thought, oh, this is fantastic. I don't yeah. have to go through all these options in the rotor. And because it was causing conflict with edit fields, they took it out. And I went, no, no. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you can bring it up with a three-finger, single-finger triple tap, with a one-finger yeah. triple tap. Uh, it's not the it's not the same. Though. No, it's not. No. <laughs> it's not the same as having it in the rotor. That's true. No, that's it. Do you all like context menu idea? I mean, is does it work well for you? I found it to be helpful. Yeah. yeah. It's better than the one. I don't know if you can still do the one figure double tap and hold, but I used to hate that gesture, particularly training yeah. somebody to do it. Because they go, but I'm touching the screen. It's like no, 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 no. You could do a one finger, and then when you do your you put your finger back down, you get to hold it. It was so hard to explain where. Now you can say if you just do one finger three times, they go, oh, that's easy. So yeah, that's actually quite a nice idea now. It does feel like Apple, to me, accomplished a tremendous amount this fall with all the things they came out with. But the this this was one of those years where there were so many changes in the software um, for, for both iOS and Mac that they've had a little bit of a bumpy rollout, it seems like. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Want to hear your praise of the AirPods Pro, David? Which which I have. I don't. Do you do you have them also, Allison? I don't, but I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> you had to make an, a few more purchases along the way. I know. Yes. <laughs> um, look, the AirPods Pro. Like I've said in a, one of my talking tech shows, um, Apple seems to do things better. So they don't necessarily bring something you know, completely new out. What they do is they take existing technology and make it even better. So a couple of things that I absolutely love about the AirPods Pro is just starting from the AirPods themselves, the little uh, rub, the silicon tips that go in your ears, mm-hmm. they've actually made it so that you can simply click them on and off each AirPod. So if you want to increase your comfort level, uh, you don't have to go for the hassle of trying to yank the things off and shove it back on again. So that's absolutely beautiful. The fact that the silicone tips don't sit over hard plastic inside your ear canal makes them really comfortable. The ear tip testing, which means it's not for comfort level, it's for an acoustic fit, uh, works absolutely beautifully. Mm-hmm. And the two enormous things for me about the AirPods Pro, which I absolutely love about and I keep talking to Apple about it and I get sick and tired of hearing from me, is the noise cancellation and the transparency mode. So noise cancellation cuts out low frequency to medium sounds. Um, so if you're standing right near a air compressor because you're getting your pavers cleaned um, or you're standing near an air conditioner or anything else, completely cuts out that sound. So, of course, you can listen to voiceover or music and everything else. Um, or if your partner's listening to a horrible soap opera that you don't want to listen to, you can use noise cancellation as well. Mm-hmm. The transparency mode, which is in full by oral, stereo, whatever you want to call it. But it, it works absolutely beautifully. And I think sometimes I can hear better with transparency mode on because it makes everything to slightly higher frequency. It does. And You, you can hear like a young man. I am. I, I Look, I am no longer 49-plus <laughs> XX. I'm back in my 30s again with perfect hearing. It's there you go. Well, well, the problem was I based my opinion. I thought, oh, God, here goes Apple with their AirPods Pro. It's going to be probably as crappy as the, the Galaxy Buds because that had ambient mode, but you could not tell where the sound was coming from. Yeah. Whereas these ones, you can tell where the sound's coming from. But very sadly, it means that in the old days of you know, the AirPods 2 and the AirPods 1, I always used to use one AirPod just because I thought, well, I want at least one ear listening properly. But now, sadly... I've, I've got to use both AirPods because I love both noise cancellation and transparency mode, which means I can only wear both of them for about four to five hours. <laughs> I had to put them on charge for 30 minutes while it gets back up to 80% and put them back on again. So I'm very disappointed that Apple didn't make the battery length a lot longer, like 24 hours. I believe um, there's a second pair of AirPods Pro in your future. <laughs> that's probably right. <laughs> well, that's very true, Robert, because I used to – that's a good point, actually uh, – because I used to rotate my AirPods 1 and my AirPods 2. So yeah. maybe I'll have to ask um, Santa Claus for a second pair of AirPods Pro and actually rotate both, one, both of them in and out. So I'll just tell my wife you suggested that, Robert. I hope you've been a really good boy because those, those things aren't very <laughs> cheap. <laughs> you know, um, I, I, th- I think it's, it's a good point. I, I've almost always worn both of them. But mm. I know you, you, you got double 
duty out of the batteries that way by wearing one at a time. But but the AirPods Pro, uh, just they just beg you to wear both of them. They just because of the oh, way the noise canceling works. Yeah. Now, just a tip for anybody who's listening. Now, if you're like me, and I don't know if you came across this problem, Robert, because you're probably a very smart person, and uh, you know you would work at this properly. Thank you. I, I and that's okay. But I open the case of the AirPods, which I'm doing right now. And normally with the previous version of the AirPod, you could put your thumb and index finger on either side and you can pull them out. Now, if your fingers are slightly sweaty or whatever else, because the magnet's so hard, you can't pull them out. However, if you gracefully put your finger behind each one of the AirPods and pull it forward slightly, it goes up and rotates out of the case absolutely beautifully. And when you first start practicing that, one of them may fly across the room, but that's because yeah, that's you're, right. you're pushing on it too hard. Hopefully our two dogs will be in their crates at that time. Yes. <laughs> but I just yeah. don't understand why. I, I just thought, because I felt like a complete idiot. I thought, because I said, I said to Ellen, my wife, what's Apple done? They've made it so blasted hard to get out of it. And I rang up my um, contact with Apple. I went, what the hell's wrong with these AirPods case? And she went, no, 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 no. Put your finger behind it. And I went, well, and I almost mm-hmm. felt like saying, so is that like Stephen Jobs with the iPhone 4S and him saying you're holding it wrong? Yes, yeah. <laughs> you're pulling it wrong. <laughs> but, but you know, uh, yeah, it is interesting how they redesigned that case where it's it's now a long case with the AirPods sitting in it on either end of the mm. case. It's just so interesting how how they how they they had to do that because of this different uh, because of the ear tip yep. the the yep. really the. The silicone ear tips need to take up a little more space, but it, it's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know if I'd have thought of just re- reshaping that case like that. No, it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. The other thing that I absolutely love is the force touch on the um, the stems of each AirPod. Yes. So, right, so back in the bad old days of the AirPods two and one, <laughs> isn't it terrible? You're like, oh, how the hell did I actually use that old technology mm-hmm. back in the day? But when you had to sort of like, you know, thump your AirPod to, yeah. you know, go to the next track on, into your ear, mm-hmm. well, being able to squeeze the AirPod to do, and it's, this is like the old clicker on your, your wired Air, AirPods, yeah. um, you know, one click to start and stop or one, one squeeze to start and stop, two for next track, three times for previous track. It just works absolutely beautifully. And it then, does. of course, you hold a, little, a long squeeze for noise cancellation or transparency. Absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. And you can set one up for that to work that way, and the other one you can set it up to to activate Siri with with the clicker right. device. So you can you can have the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. And it, it does work really great. I agree. It's it's a very nice addition. The other thing I want to make about Siri is you can turn transparency mode or noise cancellation off via Siri as well. So mm-hmm. you can just say turn on and off noise cancellation or our transparency. But the other really cool thing that I only came across the other day was I went to a very noisy restaurant um, and I thought, oh, this would be an opportunity to try out the AirPods with the noise cancellation. But what I did was even more spectacular. I stuck my phone, as you do, in front of your, your partner to read out the menu. I then went into live listen. And, then, of course, that comes through my AirPods Pro. But then what I did was I then turned on noise cancellation on my AirPods Pro, which meant all the general sounds of the restaurant went away and I could just hear my wife perfectly talking straight into the iPhone microphone. It was absolutely spectacular. That is really great. That's a good tip for people. Use noise cancelling and the the ability for the iPhone to transmit what she's saying to the AirPods and it works oh, great. Yeah. Mm, yeah, no, it's absolutely brilliant. Yes, I'm quite impressed by the AirPods, funnily enough, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah, they are very impressive. I think you'll Really enjoy them, Allison. I hope hope you're able to get them soon. I think we will be. Yeah. I also have the the Power Beats Pro headphones, and they're very nice. Also, they have not only uh, the ability to to operate uh, the, the way you were talking about with the with the uh, AirPods Pro with sort of a clicker thing to move tracks, but they also have a volume controls on them. Oh, nice. They're nice earbuds too. They have the silicone tips. They don't have noise canceling built in, but they they fit pretty well in your ears. Do you have those, David? I do. Now they've still got the. Don't they still have the sort of the rigid nubs that you're still going to put those silicone tips over, or are they just soft silicone tips that go in your ears? Because I thought they still had the hard, the hard sort of nodule things. That you yeah, they do. Over. They do. I mean, the, the tips go over them, but yeah, they're they're harder than than the yep. AirPods. Yep. In the AirPods Pro. Yep. No, yeah. I, and look, I, I must admit, the AirPods Pro, 
I, and I, I don't know if I'm imagining this, but I don't think they stay in your ears as well as the old AirPods did. Because really? Because the, the, stem, the stem's much shorter than the, the original AirPods. And I find when I'm gardening and doing all sorts of wonderful, horrible things like washing the car and so on, uh, occasionally, and it tends to be only the right one, tends to pop out sometimes and fly away into the wilderness. Oh, wow. oh no. Um, but so I've, I've now learned that when I'm doing something very physical, um, I either tend to use my power beats or I'll put on the older AirPods and use them rather than the AirPods Pro. But Yeah, because the power beats have a hook that will hook over your ears. So they're, exactly they're not right. going anywhere. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Exactly. So and because they're so expensive here in Australia, they're $400. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so cheap. So um, because I can't always use, you know, find my and then going to the tab and use it, find your device. I'm just very careful. About it. So just normal commuting and in and around work at home, absolutely beautiful, but I'm a little bit nervous at the moment about how well they stand me. So I'm going to experiment with the different size ear tips. Maybe if I get a bigger or smaller tip in my right ear, um, maybe it'll stay in better, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But overall, absolutely spectacular improvement for the AirPods Pro. My solution to that is just don't exercise. <laughs> no! No, actually, I must admit, one somebody showed me something you can get off the. Um, I don't know if it was eBay or off Amazon, but it was a little neck lanyard that you could put like round behind your neck, and it had two rubber clips that clipped onto the bottom of the AirPods. Uh, and I'm assuming they probably work with the AirPods Pro, so that when either of them dropped out, it would just basically fall around your neck, so they wouldn't go anywhere because yeah. the, the little neck lanyard. But but so, would I'm potentially wouldn't that yeah. wouldn't that possibly make them Stay in less well if you have this thing attached yeah. to them. Yeah. You're yeah. a little bit back to the wired problem. Yeah. You are, aren't you? Maybe I just have to get big, huge, like big earmuffs to put over my whole ear. To keep <laughs> yeah, that, that would be translation and transparency, mate. <laughs> I'm sure that'd be lovely in the summer, and and yeah. and you'd, it would make you very popular. People would say, "Wow, look at look, look how cute he is." <laughs> I'll get pink earmuffs. Yeah, I hope that sounds <laughs> like a good a statement. <laughs> sounds like a That's very right, good exactly. plan. Have you actually managed to get yourself a MacBook Pro 16 by any chance? Yes, I have. Yes, we both have. Ah, because I'm interested in what the keyboard's like. It's beautiful. I just got mine last night, actually. I went right before the store closed. My fiance and I had been talking about my getting one um, for a while. And, uh, figured out a way to make it happen and I've had it for less than 24 hours but even during setup I noticed that it was so much easier to type on and I love it there's just enough space between the keys Mm. that it it makes it really nice um, much easier to differentiate uh, where you are on the keyboard and the travel is just a bit bit more without it being obnoxious Mm -hmm. you know it feels like you're typing on one of the magic keyboards, um, which I also like. I have that for work. And I, and I think from memory, they said you now have got a proper escape key to the left of your touch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. And you've got a power button to the right of the touch bar. Okay. So and do we have in the, in the previous keyboards? I know we had that, the weird setup where you had a full sized or very big left and right arrow and tiny little up and down the middle. Do we, do we have no, they're back to the inverted T. They're back to the Yeah, oh. it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I missed my inverted T. I'm glad it's yeah. back. Yeah, it's back. And and I, I agree with you, Allison. I like the keyboard just fine. I like it a lot. And and certainly and, like the spacing between the keys better. It's it's yeah. much easier not to hit a wrong key when you're touch typing. So I have no complaint about the keyboard, although I didn't hate the other keyboard, I got used I to hate, it. I hated the other. Uh-huh. Keyboard. I hated the other yeah. keyboards. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of people did. A lot of people just were so turned off by it. Yeah, I, I just personally found the fact that because the keyboard was very flat and not much space between the rows, it was very hard, particularly when you're a touch typist, to get the yeah. right touching coming between the different rows. Yep, you're right. So I used to. I, I've. I've. I mean, I've got a. I've got two MacBook 13s which have got the lovely chunky keyboard that I've always loved, and that's what I've always mm. used for my podcast. Mm. Then I've got a MacBook with Touch Bar, I don't know, I think it's 2016 or 17, and I gave it to my wife. I said, look, sorry, I just can't stand this keyboard. 
Um, and she loves it because of the beautiful retina screen and she mm. loves the keyboard. But for me, it's yuck. So I'm really pleased yeah. to hear that the 16 has a better keyboard, at least for the, you know, the rows. And awesome. and feeling. Yeah. That sounds great. It's an interesting uh, computer physically. It is. I, I I don't usually name my computers, but I named this one Big Boy because oh it, yeah. it, it is it, it is large. Um, it's yeah. heavy. It's it's it, it's built like a tank. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it, it, it's it's not just a, a absurdly thick or anything, but it's it's thicker than 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 what the recent. Uh, MacBook Pros have been by a little bit, but wouldn't you agree, Allison? I mean, it, it's it's really solid. It is substantial. Yeah, I'm I'm in the process of selling my little 13 inch uh, Windows machine, and I I put the MacBook Pro down and I picked that up. Now it felt like a toy, my Windows machine mm-hmm. <laughs> compared mm-hmm. to. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what's the approximate weight? What, what's the weight of the the actual laptop? The MacBook four something pounds. Uh, yeah, what 10 kilos? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Siri. Yeah, <laughs> maybe she'll tell you. <laughs> I don't know, but that's okay. So, so I'm assuming it's not as big as remember the um, one of the original MacBooks was 17 inches. So, I'm assuming it's not as big as that. Is it? No, it, it's not really, it's only a tiny bit bigger than the 15 inch. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So they've just reduced the size of the bezels. They did. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Okay. It's just a tiny bit bigger than that. But it's if for those of us who have always had, which I've always had, thirteen inches. It, mm. It's it's a lot bigger than that. It does okay. fit in. You know, I have a, a backpack that has a, a laptop uh, section, mm. and it does fit just fine in that backpack where I used to keep the thirteen inch. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it, the speakers are amazing. The speakers are they fantastic. Are uh, did somebody say that the speakers were on either side and underneath? Is that right? Yeah, there are six subwoofers. Mm-hmm. And, and they, <laughs> they, 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 um, they're, they're set up to, uh, to, to not cause the machine to vibrate. Mm-hmm. They cancel each other out from vibration. Through through some magic of electronics, they clearly have learned a lot from developing the HomePod. Yes, and does, uh, the audio sounds it? great. Okay, that's really worth listening to. And if you put it on your lap and you um, you you play some music or you play a, a, a TV show or something, um, the stereo separation is just incredible. It is. Oh dear. Yeah, is that, that, is, that is an old dear thing for sure. I'm actually going to get one on loan from Apple for a while. So hopefully in January, um, I've asked one of the product managers for a loan of a 16. So I'll, I'll, I, might, I might even do a podcast on it. That'll be fun. There you go. I hope you do. It, 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 I find it to be a really great machine. I, I love it a lot. I'm very happy with it. So Allison, just out of curiosity, what configuration did you get? I got the, the 2799 model, the... Uh, the um, 2.3 gigahertz eight core processor, 16 gigs of RAM, and uh, uh, one terabyte SSD. I didn't want to fiddle with a custom build because I didn't want to have to wait for it. They had yeah. it at our Apple mm-hmm. store, so that's about that. exactly what I got. Except I got the 32 gigs of RAM. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. What are you going to do with Mr. Mr.? Not a whole lot right now because I tried to record this podcast with it and I couldn't get audio hijacked to record. <laughs> should uh, should be able to do the editing on it, though, which will be nice to have all that RAM for that. Yeah. Now, I'm assuming being a new MacBook, of course, you don't have any old-fashioned USB porty things anymore. It's all USB. No, it's all yeah. USB-C, yeah. Do we still have an earphone jack? Yes. It does, ah, yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Excellent. That's good to know. Same place as the other MacBooks on, on the right side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite funny. The only thing I miss about my or the new MacBooks is I used to love my magnetic thing on the side for the power because when you tripped over the cable, the magnetic yeah. thing just popped off and popped you didn't up. drag yeah. the laptop off. But I know everybody's moving to USB-C, but I still miss my little Mac. Your MagSafe. Yeah. MagSafe, that's the one, MagSafe. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's interesting that on my 2016 uh, MacBook Pro, for whatever reason, the USB-C cables didn't fit 
in there very tight. I mean, they were tight enough. They didn't, I didn't have a problem with them, but on this 16 inch MacBook pro, the, the, the cables, the plugs are really tight. Like it's hard to pull yeah. one out. Um, once okay. you plug it in, it really makes a connection. So mm-hmm. no MagSafe there. That thing's going to go flying if, uh, <laughs> if, if, if somebody pulls I, hard I enough on breakaway cable that Griffin through Griffin or something that you could get that, that had the, um, USB-C on one end and the, and like a MagSafe type thing. I don't know quite how it worked and it never got it, but mm-hmm. it sort of tried to bring back the old MagSafe mm-hmm. concept. Yeah. I'd heard about that too. I don't, I don't know how well it, it does or doesn't work. Any, any just uh, initial thoughts? I mean, you just set yours up and all else and how, how, how was your experience with it so far? Well, the setup process I did at half asleep at about, 1130 at night when I got home from our far flung Apple store. Um, and it was very simple. Um, I was in bed by 1204. So, mm. <laughs> so did you copy stuff from another machine or how did you set I, it up? I did not. I, um, I just did the, I just went through the basic setup, um, because everything I have is in either Dropbox or OneDrive or something like that. So mm-hmm. I'll just put those apps on my new Mac and then I'll have everything that I had for my old machine. Yeah. With, with iCloud and, and all, it's gotten a lot easier to set one up than it used to be. It has. Look, I know some people have, you know, when they used to poo her the fact that, you know, Oh no, don't use your, your desktop to iCloud for your documents and downloads, but I've used that from the word go and it's been absolutely perfect. So when I've been testing new Macs, it's just like, Oh, there's all my files ready to go. All my podcasts to re-edit or other documents for work. Absolutely perfect. So, Whatever Mac I'm using these days, it's always there and ready to go. It's absolutely lovely. Yeah, you're making yeah. a good case for that. I don't use that, but that's a good point. I'm all about the cloud storage, yeah. Mm. Well, I think Apple has really improved their game on cloud storage. I don't hear people complaining anymore about problems with cloud storage. Yeah. No, there's only – I mean, out of all the new products coming out this year, that's only one that I've got a bit of a win- – no, not new products, sorry, uh, software upgrades, and that's to do with the HomePod. <laughs> Oh. Because now, because it recognizes different voices in your family, mm-hmm. by default, if you don't turn the feature off, which I can't remember what the actual feature is called, but every time I ask, you know, HTY hey, Siri, the HomePod, it says, who's talking? And it's like, it's David, and then it, then it wants me to actually then say what I want to say, or the same with Lachlan and Owen and Ellen. And so I just thought, I don't really care who's talked to this because I don't have anything to hide. So mm-hmm. I went into... Was that control panel? I think it's either personal history or something like that. And I just turn it off because I just find it really annoying. If you can't identify who I am the first time that it's right. David Owen or Ellen, then I don't want to use it. So well, that's, that's, that's interesting. Mine works totally different than that. Um, mm. When when I say, you know, do something, she says, mm. okay, Robert, I'll take care of it. And when Vicky says something, oh. she says, okay, Vicky. Um, I, I, mine doesn't work like that at all. Huh. Wow. I wonder if it's because it's a it's a US feature. It hasn't been rolled out properly. Never here, you know. <laughs> I don't know. You you have to go into HomeKit and set it up, um, and you have to add the people that you want to it to recognize to your HomeKit setup. I assume you did that. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. That is so interesting that it works. It works very different for me. I've heard other people say it didn't work very well for them, but uh, it was a little little bit of a pain to set up, but once I've gotten it set up, and we've had it set up for a couple of months now, it it, it, it works just fine. Yeah. Of course, okay. it could be it, it could be that Apple didn't have the nerve to not let it work for me because I, I I bought three <laughs> HomePods. Actually, I bought four HomePods, but I oh gave one God. to my son. Um, so. <laughs> So, you know, Apple's like, well, we better make this work for him. We're not making mad. Yet. I must say, have you, have you had the pleasure of playing your HomePods outside in the garden? Because I did mine over the couple of weeks ago in the garden with my, with my wife had a, a birthday party outside. And we had one HomePod so it was sort of like synced up like as in play everywhere. And we had uh, all the HomePods in the backyard, front and back. And just the soundscape you get out of that type of configuration was absolutely beautiful. Oh, People wow. say, oh cool. Where'd you buy that extensive, expensive stereo equipment from? I went, no, no, it's just a couple, you know, it's about just four home pods at each end of the garden. They went, yeah. oh my God, this sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I know it's subjective, but for me, I, I believe the home pod is my favorite sounding speaker that I've ever had. Mm. 
absolutely. Yeah, I because people say, "How many smart speakers do you have?" And I went, "Well, if you count the uh, the four HomePods, the ten Amazon Echoes, and the eight um, Echoes, uh, sorry, the Google Homes, and I've got about twenty two smart speakers at the moment." But who's counting? Mm-hmm. Well, one thing they added to the HomePod this fall, which is which I like, is you can just walk up with your iPhone playing something and and put it next to the HomePod or touch the HomePod, and it will just switch over and start playing through the HomePods. Oh. Yeah. Which is really, really beautiful. The, the other one that I use all the time is when I'm yakking to somebody on the phone because I seem to talk a lot. Um, you can wander in your house, tap your HomePod, and it transfers the call to your HomePod so you can mm-hmm. keep talking. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and you can have your HomePod make a call as well. So you can. The, the only thing I, I just thought was a little bit on the, I don't want to say dinky side, but you know the the fact that you can play soundscapes on your your HomePod, so you get the wonderful forest soundscape and the ocean one and whatever else it is. Stream thought, and rain. Yeah, I just thought, guys, you know, the ambient sounds is okay, but really to make a huge deal about the fact that it's, you know, proper audio quality and blah, 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 I thought I'll just play it on Apple Music or Spotify. If you, want. you don't necessarily yeah. have to have dedicated soundscapes. <laughs> well, yeah, you, 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 I mean, they sound okay. Um, and oh. if, it may, if they help you sleep uh, and you can set the sleep timer, but you can set the, set the sleep timer on anything exactly. that, you're, that you're playing. So Yeah. You still like your HomePods, Allison? You used to enjoy them a lot. No, okay. So here's the thing that happened. Oh, I yeah. bought, <laughs> I bought, I bought an Onyx Bluetooth speaker um, to use because I wanted to test out that whole this voiceover, you know, voiceover coming out of the um, mm. coming out of the phone thing. And so I got that, and TJ liked it so much that he's like, "Let's sell the HomePods because this sounds better." Now I disagree. <laughs> mm. But I went along with it, and I have seller. I have had seller's remorse ever since. Uh, I want my HomePods, and I'm just I'm I'm hopefully waiting for maybe this has been a couple of years, maybe new ones will come out. Mm-hmm. The HomePods are fantastic when you set them up in a stereo pair. Yes. Oh, I miss it. I miss them. I, I had two of them. But, oh. The only other product that I got this fall or I guess late in the summer that I've really been enjoying is the Apple Card. I find that it's just really great to have a fully accessible credit card. Yeah, I love it. Everything shows up in in the app and you can tell exactly what you spent, which can be a little depressing sometimes, but it's still good to know. (laughs) And and so you're using it also, Allison. I'm using it a lot. Yeah, I like the daily. I like the daily cash back that you get. Um, I like when I get enough cash back that my DoorDash order is, is free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I use my app cash. Um, and uh, yeah, I love the fact that you can just go in and see, you know, breakdown of what you spent. You know exactly how much you have to pay to avoid interest. It's just, it's very nice. I want it in Australia. I, I, I didn't know that you all had it yet or not. <laughs> no. No, and I, just, I just, I mean, I just want the type. Is it? Is it? By the way, is it titanium? Because I just it want the titanium is. card. It is. It is awesome. Feel really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real titanium. Yeah. And but, it but, but is, I think you should send your card to me, and I'll use it on your behalf. Well, <laughs> thank you for that opportunity. I'll, I'll, I'll give that some real serious consideration. You just keep checking your thank mail you. and see if it shows yeah. up. <laughs> Oh, I've enjoyed it a lot so far, and maybe a a little too much with a with a new iPhone 11 Pro, iPads yeah. Pro, and a 16 inch MacBook. You know, it's been quite yeah. a quite a fall for me with with Apple stuff, but I sure am enjoying it all. And I just thought it'd be good for us to get together and talk about everything that, that that's happened. We didn't really we didn't say too much about Catalina. Um it's it's working fine for me. I think there have been a few voiceover growing pains. I had to reboot a little more often, seems like, than I used to to get voiceover to behave in the earlier versions, but that seems to have settled down quite a bit in the latest version. So good good fall from Apple as far as I'm concerned. Very I good. Agree. I agree. Absolutely. Pretty exciting stuff. Any final comments, or is anything that that either of you all can think of that we that we've left out? Um, well, I'm enjoying Apple TV Plus. I don't have as much time to to watch it with my busy life, but 
I got the hmm. free year and I'm I'm enjoying it. I like see um there's a couple of shows I want to check out on there. Yeah, we've been watching Dickinson and C and really loving the morning show. I want and, to check out the morning show. And for all mankind, TJ loves for all mankind. Yeah, for all mankind I, I I've been watching and that that's a good one. And th- there's a new one called The Servant, which is really bizarre. Oh, it's really interesting. It's quite. Yeah, it's, not, it, it's not one of the. It's not one of those things that I'm. I'm, I'm not really into TV shows or series. I'm too busy most of the time anyway, so I don't tend to watch or listen to TV. But yeah. the other thing, other thing that I thought was very cute was how the chimes for the Apple Watch came out of voiceover and ended up being a general feature. So I thought that was not, that was a nice little triumphant thing for uh, accessibility that uh, Apple thought. Oh well, it's a good feature for voiceover. Let's make it available in just the general watch iOS six for everybody. You're talking about the hourly. Um yeah, 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 chime or vibration on the Apple yeah. Watch. Yeah, mm. that is nice. Oh, yeah, we we didn't mention Apple Watch. The Apple Watch uh, Five came out this fall, and and uh, not a lot to say about it other than it has an always on feature, which yep, correct doesn't yep. do much for those of us who use VoiceOver. No, and, and I know the fall protection was in or detection was in the um, was it Watch uh, Series Four as well, I think. But um, no, it, it's certainly good. I mean, I, I've still got my Series Three, so I'm going to wait for watch series six to come mm. out right? yeah i've got a series four vicky's got my series three and she loves it mm. yeah so it was quite a fall yeah i agree with you allison I, I i'm not a big tv person but i've enjoyed the apple tv plus shows so far and they're they're very well audio described very well yeah easy to access on any of your apple devices and so mm-hmm. anytime you have free time to watch TV, it's it's right okay. there with some good entertainment value, in my opinion. Yeah, mm, absolutely. Yep. All right, you all. I think we'll bring this to a close since we've kind of covered the highlights of the fall. What a good one it's been! I want to wish you both a, a a really happy holiday, and Allison, especially. Congratulations to you and TJ. Is that right, TJ? Yes, well, thank you. We're, we're so excited. We're going to start the new year off right. We're getting married on January 1st, so that'll be awesome. That's the way to do it. So that's yeah. that's very cool. And David, you have yourself a good holiday as well. I will. I'm getting a drone to play with, hopefully, for Christmas. I'm getting a 3D yes. model of the International Space Station, and I hope I'll get a of a MacBook 16 so I can, like I said, do a podcast on it all too. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to the new decade. So yeah. I will give you one word of warning. When you get that loaner or the MacBook 16, mm. you might as well just get your credit card on out. because yeah. uh, <laughs> I'll, just keep, I'll just keep looking at the price box for your one, shall I? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, we just, just keep looking. Sounds like a good plan to me. Excellent. Yeah. All right, you all. Thanks a lot for listening to this crazy podcast where we got kind of excited about everything that went on this fall from apple we'll be back with another one one of these days in the meantime this is robert one of the tech doctors and i'll say so long for now and this is allison the other tech doctor saying bye everyone <laughs>